0: Running Light Ministry Podcast is brought to you by listeners like you. You can support these
1: podcasts by making a gift to the ministries at runninglight.org.
0: Okay, welcome to the Better Pleasure Podcast. My name's is Bo. And I'm Peter. And we're going to talk to you guys today, um, part three of Jessica Enrique's blog that we've been going over. Uh, it's been a while since me and Peter kind of done a podcast we had to kind of get through the holidays and all that but we hope we uh, can get somewhat consistent (laughs) you know with our our podcast we're glad people are listening to it and you can always twitter us at running light and uh, find us on um, soundcloud um, which is uh where our podcasts are hosted at running light and you can get us on itunes also at running light so check it out. If Running Light doesn't work, just try Running Light Ministries and that might find us. Um, these podcasts are kind of interesting in that we do deal with biblical um, topics of sex. And really, that's about it. <laughs> and how it relates to uh, the world we live in. So we love going over all kinds of issues um, when it comes to intimacy and sexual things. And uh, recovery from uh, things that we want to get move away from. Uh, we're really into that, too, as well. Um, me and Peter aren't perfect people, so you're going to hear just real people talking about these subjects, you know, from a biblical perspective. If you do have, um, again, any questions, you certainly can email us, too, at Bo or at peter at runninglight.org. And you can ask us questions and, and all
1: the above. So um, we're going to start out part three. All right. So in the last part, uh, Jessica and her... Uh, first husband, we're getting married. And she says this, When I look back on my wedding day, I remember a passionate kiss at the altar. But after re-watching video footage, I see it was a little more than a peck on the corner of my mouth and a long hug. <laughs> Two years of halting, wandering hands as they grazed under blue jeans. And the second we have permission from God, we hug. These are what red flags look like. My rearview mirror is lined with them. So I <laughs> think you want to comment on that one, Bo?
0: Um, I don't know what to say about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is interesting. I mean, that she that she says that. Uh, that, um, you know, for two years, they wanted to have sex. They wanted to have intimacy with one another. But then when they finally, as she puts it, have permission from God, they all of a sudden the passion seems to kind of leak out. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's going to go over more and more of that. So let's just keep going. We'll, we'll comment uh, at the end. Uh, of this of this uh, little story of her uh, wedding night Uh, our wedding reception was filled with underage drinking and boys wearing their father's suits I danced to top 40 with my friends he got drunk in a corner with his we met at the entrance of the country club just before midnight to be sent off uh, through a sea of bubbles to consummate our marriage There's nothing that can kill a mood faster than my Colombian grandfather knowingly winking at the man I was about to sleep with, except for maybe the dashboard covered in condoms, a send-off gift for my new husband's groom's boys. He carried me through the door of the hotel room and immediately placed me down in a chair. If my 120-pound body wasn't too heavy, the 30-pound dress covering it was. Rose petals were scattered on the bed, surrounded by dozens of lit candles. I had never been more romanced and less interested in having sex. Was I tired? Was I hungry? I shouldn't, uh, shouldn't we be, uh, have been pouncing on each other? I slowly changed into my ivory night's, uh, silk nightgown. When I came into the bedroom, he was lying down half undressed, completely hopeful. Are you not exhausted? I yawned into a pillow. Is having sex tomorrow an option? I asked only half kidding. Really? You only get one night wedding night, Jess. Even then I doubted that that would be true. Anything right. I think you want to, say about that (laughs) (laughs) it just you know it's like she writes um uh you know about
0: like the christian way being like such a bad way kind of thing but obviously she's just not born again yeah you know she's just not a christian you know and that's kind of the fallacy of this blog (laughs) that's so funny i mean you know you got a husband that's getting drunk in the corner (laughs) of the of the thing you know i mean i mean I mean, I, I, I probably smoked more uh marijuana at the by the time I was sixteen than this girl has her whole life. You know, or drank much more than her than she ever did by the time she was thirty. Yeah. Um and it's funny, when I had an experience with the living God and I got married at the age of twenty one and my wife was just turned nineteen, I think, somewhere in there. Um Man, the last thing on my mind was getting drunk. You know, it's like, you know that wasn't even close on the radar yeah. of of life in marriage. You know, I, I wasn't like, oh, dude, this is gonna be awesome, dude. Like, and none of my friends were so bold to put a bunch of condoms <laughs> i mean what
1: <laughs> on your dashboard, <laughs> on <my> dashboard.
0: <laughs> of your car i mean what kind of people are you hanging <laughs> out with man it's like that's that's not even not even my friends growing up i mean clubbing and um i mean would do something so weird <laughs> you know what i mean yeah it's so rude You know, um, very crude too, (laughs) you know, it just seems like it's like, I'm not sure where she grew up or what, what kind of Christian world she was in, but I don't know if she knows this, but that certainly wasn't, wasn't a Christian world. Yeah. You know, that's a very secular, uh, uh, thing she's talking about. Yeah. You know, so I I don't know. It Mm -hmm. just seems very, um. Um, it's like calling something, uh, you know, a spade when it's neither, not a spade. I mean, it's just, you know, it's calling something, something, but it's not really that. And she's saying, you know, I lived in this Christian bubble and da la la, but you know, my friends are my, my husband to be's friends, you know, d- you know, gave him a ton of condoms cause they were like, ha ha ha, you're going to have sex. <laughs> and like, like married people, like, you know, like I, I just, I, why would they do that? Yeah. You know, like, um, like I said, it's like their brains are, are definitely not focused. They're not mature at all. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless they're all like, you know, Fifteen years old, and they <laughs> they watch hentai. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they're like, ha 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 ha. It totally makes sense. You <laughs> know what I mean? <laughs> totally in line. <laughs> they're like, this is where cool. At. Oh, this yeah. is so funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but to be like twenty-something years old <laughs> and doing stuff like that just seems really ridiculous. Or getting hammered, or yeah, you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, that she. It, it is interesting how she describes the reception, uh where she's dancing with her friends. So she's out on the floor dancing, hanging out with her friends, and he's with, and his. He's with his friends, <laughs> getting drunk at the bar. and that just like that, that, that line made me laugh a lot, too, because thinking back on my wedding, my wedding day, like the only person I wanted to hang out with was my wife. Yeah, I remember like when we first said our vows and, and Bo, you officiate our wedding, it was awesome. Yeah. and when we made it to the reception hall, I joked to her. I was like, "We should just leave right now." And she's like, Peter, you know, we we got to stay. These these people are here. I was like, okay, no joke. 20 minutes after that, she's like, yeah, we should go. Because it's just like, I just loved my wife so much that even when we were dating, we were like this. We just, I love being with my wife. Yeah. For us, like the wedding night really wasn't about sex. Like for us, I wasn't like, I can't wait to go home and give it to my wife. Like that wasn't what I was thinking at all. Yeah, that's such, an, an, like odd, <laughs> such an odd thing <laughs> in today's
0: world to think. Like, man, I just can't wait. You know, I, I you know I remember le- reading Leon uh, Uris books, um, and I hope I didn't butcher his name. But he <laughs> wrote like hi- I, I think it's like uh, you know fictional history, uh, historical fiction books. Yeah. And um, uh, but I remember they were like Middle Eastern kind of context books. And it was always this like, you know, uh, young kind of Islamic Middle Eastern, you know, girl, teenager, maybe around 15, you know, with her sister, you know, hearing from our older sister, what it was like to like feel a man's, you know, phallic on her, you know, and, and never seeing pictures or anything like that and. Uh, You know and being in such a conservative world just this kind of like oh my god. Oh my god. What's it gonna be like And like kind of this scary feeling of like what's what's it gonna be you know. Yeah. And. um, and you almost, I almost get that, you know, it, it's, it, it, you know, from her writing, it's just, it's like this, oh my, you're like, oh my gosh, man, we're going to have sex. And yeah. it's like, oh me, it's going to, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, like, what world are they living in, man? It's like, it's going to be
1: like that. Yeah. You
0: know, it, it, it you know, uh, I don't know. It's like, it seems like the world today, you know, uh, sex is so normal yeah. and it's such a normal part of life. Yeah. And seeing sexual things are such a normal part of life today. Yeah.
1: And, and um. another interesting thing, you know, going off of what you just said, Bo, mm-hmm. about, like, her her view of sex and the excitement of it and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, it, it very immature in, in a lot of ways. But if you notice, like, all the red flags that she brings up um, on her wedding night all have to do with their sexual chemistry. So it's all just like we didn't have sexual chemistry. We didn't have sexual chemistry. We didn't have sexual chemistry. And it's like for me when I read the story – that's not the red flags that get sent up in my mind. The red flags that get sent up in my mind is like, you got married. You didn't even want to hang out with your husband. You guys aren't <laughs> even talking. You don't, I mean, you don't have any chemistry, period. It's like the sexual chemistry is like the least of your problems when you can't even just like, you don't even want to hang out with him. You know, you don't yeah. even want to be with him. Yeah. On a wedding.
0: And it's kind of weird how that works. You know, sometimes, like, I think we've talked about with this, with this article is, you know, I think sometimes in the Christian community, uh, especially evangelical Christian community. Sometimes we just don't, we're so afraid to let people just have fun and enjoy themselves um, as they get older and as they become more mature with the opposite sex.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and, and learn the tensions that need to be learned. There's always going to be tension, maybe passion, uh, things that they feel, lust. Um, and, you know, restricting them from the feelings of those things. Uh um, it seems like has done more damage to this, this girl Mm. than, than anything. Yeah. Um, it's like she didn't know how to read her heart in her dating. Yeah. You know, um, well, so she misinterpreted everything. Yeah. You know, so she thought, oh, well I'm in college and I really like this guy and I like to pray with him and I like to worship God with him. And, and, you know, I just think it's cool being around him and it's awesome and it's exciting. You know, sh- he must be the one. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, and it just automatically assumed he must be the one. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and instead of, you know, you know, feeling, you know, maybe maybe dating and, and maybe feeling the passion and the tension of like, do I want to sleep with this guy? You know, um, you know, yeah, I, I totally want to. You know, or, or no, you know, or you know, I don't know. It just seems like she just didn't go into a direction out of maybe fear or the conservative world mm. that um, just made her uh, not really sure. Um, after she got married, obviously, when when it was time to enjoy one another, she was
1: confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, I like how you put it, Beau, about the lust and the sexual tension and it's it's really clear again when you read this article her the sexual tension and the passion that they were feeling came only from the taboo nature of it and it's really clear the way that she puts it that like the only thing that was really making this this relationship that they had like hot and passionate was the fact that they weren't supposed to do something mm. and that made it like exciting for them yeah the and like the second that that wrongness went away it's like, we don't want to do it anymore. And, yeah. and what that shows is it just shows like the, the only reason why these two people even married one another was just because they misinterpreted lust for love. Mm-hmm. That they thought that we have a foundation and they thought that they had something special. When all it really was, when you, when you chalk it back down to, to the simple thing, it was just like a crush. Mm-hmm. You had a crush and you had a fantasy and that was it. You know, you didn't actually have genuine love for one another and passion for one another. You know, like once again, when I look back at my wife and the things that I'm passionate about with my wife, like don't get me wrong, I love having intimacy with my wife. It's awesome. It's amazing. But that's not like the stuff I'm like thinking about all the time when mm-hmm. I think about my wife. I yeah. think about just hanging out with her. Yeah. Like I love her. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm having sex with her, it's it's not about having sex. It's about being with her like like the the fact that we're having sex is cool but the being with her is what's important to me yeah and like you you don't see that from either one of them like when she says like you know can't we just have sex tomorrow H- his immediate response is like you only get one wedding night you know <laughs> like right. you can't you only this get is one it, wedding man this, this is it biggie. you know and this you is know? The, this is the time to do it when and it, sex is an event to them yeah it's an event yeah don't you think so yeah
0: yeah it's like it's like an event it's, it's not, it has nothing to do with the person. Yeah. It's just, it's the thing. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you know, again, it's a, it's a lustful way of looking at it, but we m- probably put it more like it's a very secular way of looking at it. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. I mean, if he really loved her, when she hinted like, oh, you know, we'll just have sex tomorrow, he, he probably would have said, hey, you know what? He could have read that. Yeah. you know just read it like huh she's joking but she said that yeah you know and and say hey you know that's okay if you're you know if you're tired or whatever it's like sex is it is this isn't about sex yeah this is about me and you yeah you know and what's funny is she might have in her life she might have went oh my gosh i love that dude yeah and would have loved to have sex with him
1: yeah you know what i mean yeah
0: but instead at that point she read him and went i don't think he loves me Yeah. And that's what I think really happened. Yeah. You know, and she went, this guy doesn't love me. He just lusts me. Yeah. And, and that became the biggest turnoff
1: probably to her. Yeah. And, and you you get that from what she says next, when she says, um, when he says you only get one wedding night and she says, even then I doubted that that would be true. So even in her mind, like she's thinking like, I don't think this dude's all in. I don't think he's going to stick with me. And in her mind, she's like, I don't think I want to stick with him either. Yeah. And like that, that's so tragic. You know, when on the wedding night, on the wedding night, I doubt if I doubted my spouse's commitment to me in her wedding vows. Mm. If I if I listened to my wife say her wedding vows and I was like, I don't really know if she means that. You know, I don't really know if she really does mean that she's going to be with me till we die. Like that's what she's in for you know, no matter what, sickness or health, good times or bad times, she loves me and she's going to be with me till I die. You know, um, you know, that, that's if I didn't believe that, if I didn't know that, like how could I possibly um, have genuine like intimacy and love for someone I didn't believe was all in? You know, it, it would be very difficult. It's very difficult to be vulnerable and open and intimate with someone that you don't think is all in in a situation. And, uh, you know, and same with my wife, if she didn't think I was all in, you know, how would that affect her? Would she really, would she really want to be vulnerable in that space with me? Uh, and, and to really give all of herself over to me, which is what sex requires. It's like, it's like a giving of yourself to someone, you know, could you really do that to someone that you don't, you're like, "Mm, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know if they're really in. And uh, you could tell even when they're having sex, like, I, I'm going to kind of skip over that part because she does, she talks about it. It's not too detailed, but she does talk about it. Um, but you could tell that she's just, like, they're, like, kind of allowing him to, to do what he wants with her body, but not wanting him to.
0: Yeah. You know? And that's it. It's either, when you have sex, either it's, you got to have an agreement. Yeah. I mean, to have, quote, good sex. Yeah. Either, either you're going to have a, a commitment, in agreement, both of you are committed to one another. So you feel safe, you feel, um, you know, that security to be able to, um, you know, be vulnerable in, in nudity. Um, or, or sex can be um, a agreement of, um, of um, a business transaction, you know, where I give you $50 and you agree to have sex with me. And so we have good sex, but it's, it's built off of uh, a business agreement. Yeah. You know, that's what it is. We're, but we're both agreeing. Yeah. You know, but when you have sex that is not in agreement in whatever context, Hmm. you know, it, you know, it could be rape, Hmm. but it could be just very uncomfortable sex. Yeah. And that's what she describes.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it really is. You know, you, you did hit it right on the head and. The thing is, you know, when I think about, you know, if 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 an atheist or even this girl, uh, who's talking about um, sex and and things like that, they just said, well, like sex in and it of itself is a pleasure. I would agree with them. I mean, I've viewed porn, I've I've masturbated, in and it of itself, viewing porn, masturbating, having an orgasm is a pleasure. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not disagreeing with that at all. However. The greater pleasure, what, what we believe as Christians, is that there is a greater pleasure in having sex not just for the experience, but for the intimacy. Right? And there is a difference. You know, there's a difference between me having sex with my wife because I want an orgasm, I'm horny and I want her body, uh, between me looking at my wife and saying, I love this girl and I'm committed to her. And you know, I give my body freely to her and I want to serve her. You know, and she says the same thing to me. Then we feel that comfortability and that and that beauty that happens only when two people make that like like you said not a business agreement with one another, but a, but a true covenant, a true promise and vow to one another to respect and honor and cherish and enjoy one another in in that like safe safe space mm-hmm. that God has created, and you really yeah I mean I just don't see how I could you know even looking at all the intimacy I've had with my wife you know over the past year you know it's like how could I have that level of intimacy with someone when all the while in my head, I feel like they're just using me, you know, I could have fun. Don't get me wrong. I could have fun with it. Sure. But I can't truly enjoy it in the long lasting way um, that I, ha- I'm able to do with my wife. If I didn't know, if I didn't know her commitment towards me and I didn't know the the love she had for me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that's why our relationship with God can be so tight because He is so committed to us, mm. you know. Um, and and so she's not thinking in those obviously that that biblical framework at all of like you know, hey, God's committed to me, I'm committed to Him. He, you know, the way they talk to one another is is just it's very secular, mm. you know. It's 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 uh, they they see sex in a different um, there's an, a different kind of a set of agreements.
1: Um, that they're working with. Right. But
0: continue on with right. the
1: So uh, after they have intimacy it says that she says um 3 minutes later when he finished he appeared pleased with himself and I was glad 3 that minutes it was, later. Out of the way. 3 minutes later, man. Wow. That was it, man. Firecrackers. That is, am- that is amazing, <laughs> man. Woo. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I know you and me joke about that often, but right. <laughs> It's just it that blows me away <laughs> when people say stuff like that to me like, man, you know, like you know when people joke about, you know, the 10 minute sex and stuff, I'm like it it just like, it boggles my brain. Yeah. You know,
0: you know, sex certainly can be 10 minutes and it certainly can be three minutes and nothing's wrong with that in, in, in and of itself. Right. Right. Um, you know, but for a guy, you know, I mean, you know, there's, there's times, no doubt where even in marriage and, and, you know, you have like maybe that, that quick fun sex, you know, something like that. Um, You know, that and and it's just it's just like a passionate, fun time with the person, you know, and 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 that kind of thing. But overall, you know, you think of like three minutes, uh, you know, as being like a norm (laughs) or something like that. Or, you know, then I would say that's probably very selfish sex, Yeah, you know. Yeah, I
1: mean, of course, if I wanted, you know, me as a man, if I wanted three-minute sex yeah I could have three-minute sex and I and, and if it was just about again the sensual pleasure of just having an orgasm I would have a great time yeah you know but if I'm thinking like again if I'm thinking more like you know how do I please my wife yeah it ain't gonna be three minutes you know and, yeah. and it's not gonna be like a, like Bo said you know if it happens every once in a while where you're just like man you know let's just, this is like spontaneity and like let's just do this right now then that's that's okay but if it's just like if that's the norm it does reflect a lot about my heart about what i want for my wife in yeah. that moment yeah um but yeah so that's, <laughs> that's yeah done. and it's
0: almost like it's almost like he's had a brain orgasm you know what i mean like his yeah. his brain was so high tuned to this event you know to this sex that that's just everything was about that yeah you know and um you know, which is so different. God's so different because the Bible says, you know, God knows us. Yeah. And, and the idea of knowing is the idea of this experiential, intimate knowing. Mm. And, um, you know, and sex is beautiful because you get to know your spouse, every part of her. Yeah. And, you know, having three minutes sex, man, is like not so much, that's not knowing much, Yeah. you know? And, uh, so, uh, like I say, I hope that's not <laughs> wasn't the norm. Right.
1: Right. And and when I think about it in my head, this is this is what I always think about as well as guys that I know who view pornography.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, usually when I talk to men who view pornography, usually they're viewing porn, you know, before they masturbate for longer than like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. It's usually like an hour. Oh, yeah. And it's like so you can you could tantalize yourself and please yourself for an hour. Yep. And yet you can't do that to someone else, you know, and it does reflect, you know, that that dark and then like the way that she mentions, like he's done and then he just kind of like rolls over and goes to bed. And so even even if it is like a a three minutes or 10 minute intimacy you have with your your partner, it's like being done and then just rolling over shows what you wanted from them. You know, like when when I view porn, when I'm done uh, with my orgasm, I turn it off. Yeah, you know, because I got what I wanted from. Yeah, it. you're done. I'm not like you it don't want to watch it some more. It would be weird. Yeah, it'd be weird if someone had like a DVD of porn and then they they masturbate and they just kept watching it. Right, and they're and like, they're
0: wow, saying, this is great. This is amazing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that would be weird. Great acting, yeah. <laughs> great act. This is amazing. <laughs> no, they're like, they're like enjoying it. It would be it'd be odd if someone did that. Because, like, all they wanted was an orgasm. But when you're having sex with a person, it's like, you know, if I just roll over, I'm treating my wife like porn. That's right. Like, I got what I wanted from you. Now I'm done. Whereas it's like, you know, what do you mean you got what you wanted from her? You know, like, if if she's the goal, if it's just like I just want to be with her, then even if I'm done, so to speak, doesn't yeah. mean that it's over. You know, it doesn't mean that it's just like, oh, we're done. That's you right. Know, roll over. Yeah. You know, but
0: most people do equate sex with, uh, you know, the the orgasm. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, that's just how it is. You know, most people think sex, orgasm. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's unfortunate because uh, it loses out on the knowing of the person. Mm. Um, And sex is so much more than just, you know, having that 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 uh, one of thing happen mm. um they're so there's uh, again it's a getting to know someone intimately it's you know that's how in a marriage and in a relationship you build security mm. um and such a foundation i mean sex is vital i mean if 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 some if, if a wife is just having her husband uh, do three minute sex on her and and kind of off and wow, that was great and you know, a wife over time is going to realize something, he, he just does not care for me that much. Mm. And she's going to know that in her heart. She might never say it. Yeah. But yeah. She, in her heart, she just is, there's a huge wound, you know, because she knows it's all about his orgasm. Mm. Unless she's a woman, again, that the, 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 they agree that that's what it's about you know if she agrees like hey you know what that sex is just about my husband's orgasm and that's what this thing's about yeah and it's about procreation and that's what this thing's about yeah. then she'll be fine they'll be all right yeah yeah they'll be fine cuz yeah. they ha- they're in an agreement of that yeah you know but if if she really believes that you know hey we're supposed to get a mutual kind of enjoyment of this and getting to know one another and showing commitment in this um then um you know she would be sorely bummed out yeah you know at at
1: the at the rollover deal (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah absolutely i mean it's a lot of good stuff there let's uh let's keep reading yeah let's do it (laughs) and uh we'll we'll try to get to the because this last section is is very interesting the way that she views god it's it's very interesting but uh, she says this i i smiled and asked if i could get something to eat my wedding day began with my face leaning over a toilet and ended in a waffle house then, as if Jesus were punishing me for moving on, I got a urinary tract infection on the second day of her honeymoon. I sighed in relief when the doctor told me that I should not engage in my se- any sexual activity until I had finished the antibiotics. Seven days later, my wifely duties resumed, and almost every time our clothes came off, my mind seemed to check out. Now, I, I do want to just stop right there, because mm-hmm. it does show so clearly her view of God and her view of intimacy because she says, notice what she says, as if Jesus was punishing me for moving on. You know, there was like this idea that like, Jesus is happy with me because I'm not having sex. And then the second she has sex, now not only does she feel like my husband doesn't care about me, but she feels like Jesus is angry with her, upset with her for, for doing this. And I do think this is like so necessary because it's like, if I, as a, as a young person, or I as a pastor, let me put it this way. If I as a pastor, all I do is I talk about the negativity of sex, you know, to, to people in my youth group. And then I expect that when they have sex for the first time, they're just going to automatically assume now God's on board and he is pro-sex. Right. And this is awesome before the sight of God and I'm glorifying him with my sexuality. You're being naive. Yeah. You know, because like what's happening, like her story is not too weird.
0: No. And you, and you just nailed it huge. I mean, gosh, you know, 20 years of messages on the negativity of sex (laughs) and drinking and drugging and no, 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 no holy, 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 holy. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just constant blah, 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 blah. You know? And there's no, there's no talk about, Hey, why? You know, there's just everything about porn is negative. Everything about porn is bad, 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 bad. You watch porn bad. That's bad. You know what I mean? It's just constant where no one ever says, Hey, you know, like why is porn bad? Like what, what is porn? Yeah. You know, what, you know, really get into it. Like, it's just sex. It's just people having sex. Like, is that bad? Is, is it bad to have sex? No, sex ain't bad. Mm. You know, that's not what we're saying. We're not saying these people having sex, that the sex itself is, is you know, like something's evil with sex, mm. you know. What we're saying is that, that that's not what God intended, mm. is to video it, put it up on you (laughs) know, (laughs) Pornhub.com and and let everybody watch it. That's not what's intended for it. There's something, you know, there's an absence of, of real love Mm. in there. That's what we're saying. Yeah. And, and, and there's, there's, there's consequences to when we live apart from that. Yeah. And, and that those things we have to pay attention to, Mm. Um, you know, and, and, but you, he nailed it, man. I mean, gosh, it would. I mean, the way you just put it, it. I mean, I think anybody who's listening to this would go, "Whoa, you know, yeah, that that is that is like such a problem, mm-hmm. you know, because um, even when we teach, I think like Song of Solomon or books that are very pro-sex yeah. in in the Bible." I think we always teach them with like, "Hey, don't awaken love till it does yeah. time." You know what I mean? There's always this, there's, a, there's this passage in that that always says, "Don't awaken yeah. love until it's time." Yeah. I've seen other 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 interpretations of that passage yeah. too, yeah. but um, most people say, "Hey, that means don't don't like get excited," yeah. you know, to, to have no passion, yeah. you know, because then you can't control it, and then you're a mess, and then you're gonna watch <laughs> porn, and you're going down. You know what I mean? And then it just, it's like this thing, you know. And again even we take that and we put it on this this negative mm. you know where uh, it's always like you know but when you get married then it's going to go awesome and 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 you're right I th- I think people that's that's hard in in a person's brain and in the psyche and if it and if it is true that a child's brain is developing mm. and a teenager's brain is developing very impressionable mm. and then a lot of our views of sexuality, pro or negative, get lodged in there very early. Mm. And and if there's a negative view of sex that gets lodged in there early, then it probably takes a real big root Mm. in the brain. Mm. You know, kind of get deeps in the hard drive. You know, it's in there. Yeah. Where it's very difficult... No matter what new software you're putting in there when you're older, there's always this embedded, you know, deep in that that, that drive of like, no, mm. something's wrong.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know? And, I mean, it's like it's so true because, yeah, I know of, I've counseled a lot of people. I know you have too where it's like even though they've been Christian for years and even though they've been married for years, they've never felt comfortable enjoying their spouse. Mm. You know, they're just yeah. like, man, like, you know, whenever – You know, a man or whatever just, like, looks at his wife's body and is, like, attracted, like, turned on by that. They feel like, oh, my gosh, like, that's, like, lust. That's wrong. Or, like, the wife, she looks at her husband's body and she's like, man, like, I like that. You know, she feels a little, like, Like dirty. Like, that's wrong. That's wrong. wrong, I shouldn't do that. No, it's just about my wifely. Like, that's how she puts it, my wifely duty.
0: Yeah, and sometimes, you know, it's weird in our counseling, though. Sometimes you get the wife or the husband and usually it's the wife who goes you know i don't like him looking at me like you know like a porn star and that's tough to counsel through because you know w- like you have you go like well what do you mean by that you know and they go oh well that m- i mean like you know if they like tap my butt when i walk by maybe i'm in yoga pants or something or you know workout gear and and they kind of tap my butt and they go man your butt looks great you know and 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 you know i go god i don't want him to see me as a porn star you know da, 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 da. and it, and it kind of they have have that negative view it's like the husband can't just look at them and just go man they're awesome you know what i mean like they're beautiful you know what i mean and that type of thing they they automatically think uh you know bad um lustful action um and it's like they can't differentiate you know like in a sense uh, I'll use this kind of like a a good desire from a bad desire. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, like this is Proverbs five verse eighteen where he says, "Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth, as a loving deer and a graceful doe, let her breast satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love." And and what I point out is like Solomon is clearly depicting a passion for each other, like a very passionate, like a hot passion uh for your spouse and he's actually pointing out like just in case there's any questions about what he's talking about he says be enraptured with her breasts like be satisfied with her breasts like be like enjoy her yeah like, like her body now uh, i like how you said it like you know like wh- what do you mean by porn star now if a wife comes to me and says she says like my husband doesn't give a rip about me he doesn't talk to me he doesn't love me but at night when we go to bed he just like pounces on me and mm. just get, takes right. what he wants and then rolls over. Right. Then I'd be like, okay, that's bad. You know? No. But if she says, like, man, you know, like, no, like, you know, he loves me, you know, it's great. We yeah, he hugs me during he the day. And but, like, you yeah. know, at, at night, you know, he gets aroused and he, and he, like, talks about my breasts and my butt and, like, it just makes me uncomfortable. I, I'd be like, well, why does that make you uncomfortable? Right. Is that, is that bad that your husband enjoys you? Yeah. That he enjoys your body? Like, or, or yeah. she's like, you know, like, I, You know, I I look at him and I get aroused and, you know, like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. You know, like, isn't that a good thing? Isn't that God, how how God created us? We're fearfully and wonderfully made that there's a, there's a pleasure and a passion that should be present. You know, and I like how in the Bible, when it ever talks about inappropriate sex, it says it talks about uncovering the nakedness uh, of someone else. And I like how it uses that term because there's like this picture there that the nakedness of someone is special But then when it's in the right context, you know, like, for instance, when God uncovers the nakedness of Israel, there's like a, you could tell he's passionate about her nakedness, you know. But then when it's negative, he talks about how the enemies will uncover the nakedness of Israel. So you see there that, like, being aroused by the nakedness of someone is not wrong in and of itself. Right. It's whose nakedness you're enjoying and in what context it's happening. Right. That's the issue. So like for me as a husband to just be looking at random women and looking at their nakedness and being like, yes, that's awesome. Now I've now I've moved into a different path. You know, now Mm. I'm in lust. Now I'm just thinking about my own orgasm. But for me to look at my wife and enjoy her, you know, to enjoy her body and to be thankful for her, you know, like, is that is that really wrong? Is that really what God intended? Should we just have sex with one another with the lights off and just like not look at each other and just like, you know, get it done? Or should there be an enjoyment, a passion uh, that's going on there?
0: Yeah. No, that's it. And there and there should be, you know, there should be a passionate because God's a passionate God. Yeah. And so we have all the, the foundation as Christians with our worldview to say, hey, no, it's okay. You know, God looks at us and he sees us intimately. And we are to see uh, marriage as a picture of that relationship with God and his people. And so it's okay for us to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, but there's deep rooted things in people like Jessica Enriquez and all of us that we get brought up in. And that's why, you know, the Christian culture has to look at the way we do sex education Mm. uh, through Bible study, through everything. Mm. Um, And that, that takes, that takes a lot. I mean, that's a lot to to work through, but every minister, uh, youth pastor, uh, family counselor, needs to pay attention more today than ever mm. of what they are saying when they're talking about sex and intimacy. There needs to be the balance uh, talk when when going through this. There can't just be that negative, um, you know, it's bad, 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 bad. Because there's too much porn out there that is good. Mm. Meaning there's too many, there's too much porn of just even monogamous porn you know, people having regular sex. And I know that's hard for people to understand. Most people, when I say that, people go, like, like almost like, what? Like, no. Like, ev- all porn is abuse. Mm. You know, it's like all really de- degrading or something like that. But that's that's such an, uh, a wrong, very immature way to look at it. Because it's just not true. There's all kinds of pornography that's available today to anybody for free Mm. all kinds and i'm talking about people videoing themselves under the sheets having sex that can people can watch people can watch any kind of intimacy they want to watch monogamous stuff anything and and so it's and kids know that that's the problem is kids know this yeah you know they're raised in the culture so when you're saying it's You know, when you're saying bad, bad, bad in the church culture or have that negative vibe, you know, it creates an amazing conflict Mm. because they're, they're looking at things going, well, it doesn't seem like it's that bad. Like, gosh, like, like what kind of sex is good? Like, what does good sex look like? If that's bad, (laughs) all that sex, (laughs) then what is good sex look like?
1: Yeah.
0: And that's confusing.
1: Yeah, it's really confusing. You, you know, I've have you, have you even heard people say, like, you know, you know, you can't have sex that you've seen in porn. It's like, well, how do I have sex then? That's right. You know? How do you like, have sex? Is there, like, porn is there, sex like, is bad. Thing? It's you like know? porn covers it all. You know, you said it. Like, right. it. It really does cover every position, every type of sex. There's some Everything. very gentle, loving... You know, passionate sex that's depicted in pornography. That's that right. once again, if it wasn't, if it wasn't videotaped and uploaded and put it on the internet for a specific purpose, that sex would be totally good. Yeah, it'd be totally shalom. In yeah, God, you <laughs> yeah. Know? But yeah. Totally. the fact that someone has taken it and used it to inspire lust in other people, and they've u- they've taken their own nakedness and they've taken their own marital bed and 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 polluted it that way—that's what makes it wrong. That's right. But what they're doing. In that sense is not wrong, and that's that's the that's a distinction that needs to be made, yeah uh, when we're talking to young people or else or else once again it's like you know how how could you not you know like how how could you not um,
0: get married yeah. one day like Jessica, and then go, oh my gosh, like 'cause <sighs> this this isn't right, is it yeah you know what I mean? Because we we're having sex, and I think we wa- we saw porn before, yeah. and this is kind of like that, yeah, you know, and then oh my gosh, like I'm now like that, yeah. I'm perverted, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm perverted just like porn.
1: Yeah.
0: You know? And that's a bummer.
1: Yeah. You know? And probably next week we'll get into this. <laughs> we're, we're getting to the end, We're guys, getting but, there. We're getting but, there. But, uh, Good next stuff. Week, next week we get into it. I, I mean, it, it's interesting because you see a lot of her reasoning for going away from God <laughs> is because she saw uh, liberation from God was a liberation of her sexuality. Yeah. You know, where she saw that, like, I can't be passionate in my sex life until I get out of God. And that's what she ends up doing, which is really interesting. It's sad. It's really sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to touch, we're going to definitely touch base on that because there's some good stuff to talk about. And she's not the only person. There's many thousands and thousands of people that are making that decision, I think, daily yeah. um, for that same reason, yeah. you know. So, um, you know, me and you, we need to be better at what we do and uh, definitely, uh, you know, uh, start giving uh, a, a better biblical um, uh, overview of these things, you know, to especially the younger people, so that they understand it. So, thanks for joining us on uh, the Better Pleasure Podcast. We'll uh, hopefully touch base more next week. Okay, have a great week. Check out RunningLight.org to begin our two video series, Take Flight and Love or Lust. You can also send us questions on Twitter at Running Light or on our RunningLight.org podcast page. Like us on Facebook at Running Light Ministries. Psalm 36 8, they are abundantly satisfied with the fullness of your house and you give them drink from the river of your pleasures.